0: Welcome Iowa basketball post game here from the Hawkeye of the storm. I'm joined by, as always, Coach Gary Close as we break down what was a very impressive victory for the Iowa Hawkeyes tonight. An eight or ninety four, excuse me, ninety four to seventy five win over Utah State. And Gary, we talked about this. I remember a little over a week ago, Iowa coming off the loss to Iowa State. And we kind of labeled this game as a dangerous game. And we saw why in that first half the Aggies were not intimidated by this situation. They played at the Pentagon. They've certainly played in tough environments. They came out to play in that first half, but Iowa was able to uh, kind of ward off the uh, the initial strike from from the Aggies.
1: Yeah, that's a good team, well coached team. Uh, it's a team that's in the NCAA tournament often. Uh, they they um, usually win their leg or uh, are very close every year. So, uh, and then you throw in the. You know the time off with final exams. Um, you're never quite sure how you how you're going to play, and so I thought, understandably, they're you know maybe a little little uh, rusty at the beginning, but from about the ten minute mark on, they played solid basketball, and it's a good win um, against the, against a good basketball team.
0: Some stats that stand out, and of course, we'll get to uh, some of the comments that I see are already. Coming in here, Uh, the rebounding battle is something we've talked about each and every game. Of course, these last two games, it's been a struggle. Tonight, Iowa dominates, thirty-five to twenty-three. What did they do differently? It just seemed like they had, from my visual standpoint, they just had more of a determination to get the ball. I don't know. Yeah, I
1: think you're right. I think they just had maybe a little more of an emphasis on it and uh, a little more aggressive going to the glass. They shot the ball real well, so um, you know, then there's not as many offensive rebounds. So. but all in all, um, I think a you know a solid solid effort on the glass against an experienced team and something to build on.
0: Absolutely, uh, Keegan Murray. We've talked. I know we talked uh, after the Iowa State game, and I I, I kind of watched a portion of that show back, Gary, because I asked you. I said, should we be concerned about Keegan Murray? And I'm not saying that that this means that he's going to be scoring 35 a game, but he he gets a career high tonight, 35, and he it's, it's interesting. 17 field goal attempts. That was actually the same amount of attempts. Let me fit, fix that stat there. Same amount of attempts as um, the game against Iowa State, where I believe he had like nine points. So he stayed in the single single figures. Um, but again, 13 of 17, he was terrific. And he is so smooth. He seems like he's healthy now. We've talked about that. It doesn't seem like that ankle's giving him any problems.
1: Yeah, I think the, the time all probably came at a perfect time for him. Chance to rest that thing and, it to where it's uh, you know a guy that attacks the basket and and is active a, a bad wheel is not something you want to have so I I think uh, to his credit he gave it a go uh in some of those games after he had heard it and probably wasn't near 100 percent and probably close to now and and uh it real real strong performance by both of them and he he of course led the way
0: Absolutely. Patrick McCaffrey tonight, 12 points, five and nine from the field. Jordan had a nice game with 11 points, two of five. And Chris mm-hmm. continues to impress me. Um, his outside shot is obviously probably the biggest asset to this team because they needed heading into this year. The One of the bigger questions was where will the threes come from? And although Tony Perkins has made some here and there, I don't think any of us would claim that, that uh, Tony is a three-point specialist. Right. You, we'd say the same thing about Aaron Eulis So how important it is is it that Chris can continue to shoot at this rate?
1: Yeah, it's another weapon. Um, he looks like he's just, uh, his confidence is just going up and up. And um, that's great to see. I mean, it's it's uh, he's kind of following the path that his brother did last year. Hopefully it'll follow the same uh, trajectory uh, throughout the course of the year because that could be a big, big boost for Iowa if he can continue to play like that. It's uh obviously gives him another score off the off the bench and a rebounder and active player and good player. So that's very
0: encouraging. Utah State, when I watched them, and again, I watched some tape from their game against Oklahoma down in, uh, I believe it was South Carolina a couple of weeks ago, Myrtle Beach. Um, they're a very disciplined team, very good offensive team. They play mm-hmm. clean. They're not very athletic. They kind of reminded me of sort of your classic – Fran McCaffrey team. Now I could be wrong on that, Gary, but like for example, these last three to four years, Iowa hasn't had a whole lot of athleticism per se, but they move the ball well, they shoot the three well, especially when they're open. That seemed to be what they do, and and certainly the the foul trouble on Bean was a big storyline when he went yeah. out with four fouls. That was he felt like that was kind of the nail in the coffin for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that that, that certainly hurt him. Yeah, I, you know they had they're on pace to, they had twenty five points in the first. 10 minutes of the game and we're moving the ball really well and getting good shots. And, and, uh, to Iowa's credit, I think they shored that up a little bit through the course of the rest of the game. And that kind of fed into their transition and their offense. And, and, uh, so it allowed them to get a, get a, get a lead on them and and stretch that lead and, and get a good win.
0: I know this is totally speculation, but for those of us who are still trying to gauge how impressive this win was tonight against a team from the mountain West. And again, if you want to look at the net ratings, you and I were having this conversation before we jumped on the air right now. And again, I don't know where the net ratings have changed after this game, but the, I, I think fact, I think they're weekly, but the last net ranking release had uh, Utah state, I believe 32 and Iowa 31. Maybe I'm having that switched around. I don't know that stat, but mm-hmm. this is a quad one win. And I, you know, you can say, well, who cares about that this early, it is important in March, um, the, the committee will look at this as a quad one win on a neutral court, even though this in reality was a home game yeah. for Iowa. Here's what I'll say. This is a sort of a, uh, a negative comment, and it's in, not in regards to this team. I'm disappointed that this was the best home environment that Iowa's had all year, and it had to come in Sioux Falls. I understand <laughs> it's a smaller arena. It doesn't take as much to sell yeah. out. But, Gary, that place was rocking. And we've had what seven, eight games in Carver, and nothing close to that atmosphere that we had tonight.
1: Yeah, well, and you got you got, you got Hawkeye fans that probably don't get a chance to see him play much yeah. that far away, and so they, it's their time to get an opportunity to see him up close, and so you can you can see why they're they're all jacked up. And but it was it was a nice turnout. It, it helped, and I think it was kind of gives you an example of how they travel, and I'm sure the team appreciated. It. It's it's kind of neat to haven't played in a week and you come out there and you're playing on neutral court and you see a lot of black and gold and some enthusiasm. So uh, it's, I think it played a role in, in how well they played.
0: Have you coached at the Pentagon before Gary? Yeah, we had one game at
1: Wisconsin. In fact, we played the first game there um, okay. quite a long time ago and it's, it's a neat little place. It's uh, it makes you appreciate getting the opportunity to play there. I'm sure they enjoyed it as well. It's a, uh, it's a fun, fun atmosphere and a fun little, uh, fun little arena.
0: Yeah, a lot of people happy tonight, um, and there was some frustration after last week's, last Thursday's performance against, against Iowa State because Iowa, Iowa State really dominated Iowa physically, pushed Iowa around, and that's kind of how Iowa State plays. Now Utah State doesn't seem to be that type of team. I, I in our little preview that I put out before this game earlier this morning, um, I brought up the fact that this is not your most athletic team in the world, but again, they move the ball well iowa's pick and roll defense really or i guess you could say ball screen defense i guess that's a proper term for it was really porous early what did they do to fix that heading into the second half because it seemed to improve as the game went on
1: yeah i think they did a little more switching uh because the the picking and popping was hurting when 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 they were hedging and couldn't get back and then in some cases they got to turn a corner hit the roll guy and because uh you know when they when they play the murray's they're all kind of about the same height they can get away with switching a little bit more and and uh so i think they did i think it was a good call and i think it did help
0: i do have this the uh, official box score from the university here um and i'll tell you this just scrolling through the stats and again i know we talked about we talked about keegan we talked about chris i'm growing more and more impressed with aaron ulis and i know he made a couple mistakes tonight but his hustle and he's got a, he's got good vision Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe it's too early to say this, but I think the future is really good at point guard for Iowa. I know Joe Toussaint is still erratic at times. Um, He'll make a play and then he's out of control. By the way, I'll say this. I've never seen a point guard. I know this. Nobody wants to hear this. I've never seen a kid get away with traveling as much as I see Joe Toussaint get away with. (laughs) Uh, He's constantly,
1: they can't tell. (laughs) he's,
0: He's constantly switching his pivot foot. I digress. Um, but I was just impressed with Aaron Ewlis and of course Iowa gets another high highly recruited point guard in next year in DeSante Bowen. But uh it seems that right now the system with Jordan playing at the two, although at times he disappears, it seems like they're it's working, having yeah. Joe and, and Aaron run that one. Would you agree with that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, they're they're both you know, they are both they both need to continue to develop. They're they're young, they're young in a lot of ways and it's going to be fun to see just how much better they can get. Um, but I, I like the way they're playing and um, with the experience, I think they'll play better. So um, I agree with you. I think they both got a chance. So uh, it'll be interesting to see as the season goes on how quickly they can develop and cut down their mistakes and, and uh, continue to, to uh, add things to their game.
0: Our caller line is open. If you want to give us a call, 515-635-1601. 515-635-1601. We're talking about Iowa's uh, impressive 94 to 75 victory. And it's amazing that first half, I walked away thinking Iowa shot the ball sixty nine percent in the first half. And yet it had an eight point lead. And again, I've always mm-hmm. I, I'm i I accept the fact that I am a pessimistic fan at heart <laughs> and I fight that a lot. But I'm sitting here thinking, Lord, we scored 51 points. We shot 69% from the field, and we're only up by eight. Because we didn't play good defense in that first half. We rebounded out of the ball well, but just didn't play good. Too many open looks, too many easy looks around the basket. But again, that second half, Iowa really fixed things defensively, it seemed like, and held the Aggies to 32 points. Um, I do want to bring up here a comment um, from, let me find it here. James Hemmer, he brings up, he says, great win. They played so well as a team. Press worked really well. We rebounded really well. Just seemed to be playing with a lot of energy and effort. Um, how big were you, you? alluded to it, especially with Keegan and getting that week off or a little over a week, about nine days mm-hmm. off. And I know there were finals going on, and I'm sure they practiced during that stretch as well, but how big was that? I just think the timing, it lined up with the struggles and what they needed, again, because they had played some really tough competition especially in the big 10, you start with Purdue and Illinois, who might be the two hottest teams in the conference. Yeah. In a really yeah. tough environment at Hilton.
1: Yeah. They just had a lot of tough games back to back to back and, and um, traveling a little bit and playing You know, in both Illinois and Purdue, you're playing physical teams and they're a little banged up. And then you go through finals and practices are always disjointed. You know, some guys got a test and some don't and you very rarely get everybody together and they're tired and, So you never know how you're going to play after the end of a finals week. And you you see during this time of year, you see upsets because teams are are not, you know, not playing at the top of their game because of the break. Um, You know, right now, Baylor's having a tough game against Oregon. There's some top 25 teams that have lost. Wisconsin struggled to beat an average team. Or you see teams schedule really easy games because they know they're not going to be you know, they're not going to be at their top of the game because of the break. So for Iowa to play as well as they did against the solid team is is a good sign.
0: Absolutely. And I knew this was going to come. Doug says Aaron Eulis is the best point guard on the team. Hyper Local says Eulis should be starting over Joe T. Fran is not a guy who is going to mess with that starting lineup very much, Gary. Um, I've yeah. even suggested at times that perhaps Tony would be in a position to start over or Jordan, and, and perhaps that would help it. Does it matter? I know you've talked about it's more important that the the best guys get the most minutes, and I think that for the most part is happening. I, I'll have to look at the minutes for Joe T and Aaron Eulis but how is that a factor?
1: Yeah, I don't think there's a huge difference between any of them. You know, in some in some games, one of them plays better than the other. Uh, you know, we're not seeing them in practice and how they're how they're doing there, which has got to be a factor. So um, it's not like there's a decided advantage by any of those three, and they all bring different things to the table, and I think. What coach will do is he'll go with a hot hand. And it's nice he's got some options and and uh you want to you want to continue to show confidence in all of them so they'll continue to improve and and you don't want to be one of those guys that's just yanking people in and out because they have a rough rough few minutes or a rough game because that doesn't build confidence. So um you know, Joe's been around a little bit, he's probably the most experienced of the three and and has had his moments. So I understand what he's what he's doing with all three of them.
0: Let's go ahead and take our caller. Thank you for calling from the Hawkeye of the storm, Iowa basketball postgame. Who's on the line?
2: This is David from Indiana.
0: Hey, David from Indiana. How are you? All right. How are you? We're good.
2: Good. Hey, I had a question for Coach Gary. Um, what I noticed in the first half, honestly, a lot was on our offense. when We were in the man to man offense. I didn't see a lot of cutting moving. I saw like, when Broca come up, set a pick, and the guard would go around, but then he would dribble, and then nobody else was moving. There's no cut, nothing. I was just, is that – I mean, what's going on there? I mean, I just think when a man-to-man, if he's doing a more motion, the more open shot.
1: Yeah. I, I And I think it got better as the game went on. I think uh, much like their defense, I think they just uh, – it's been a while. And, uh, and a lot of times when your timing's off and you're a little bit rusty, you start standing around watching – Cuts aren't as crisp, passes aren't on the money, and things like that. I, I think the good news is it, it got better as the game went on, which is what you want to – you kind of expect them to be a little a little off in the beginning just because they haven't played anybody and probably haven't played a whole lot of 505, even amongst themselves, much. It's just uh, – finals week is just a, – it's a mess in terms of practice goes. So you're hoping that uh, as the game goes on, they get sharper and – I thought they did at both ends of the court, which uh, which is a sign of a, a good team that uh, uh, continues to progress and get better.
2: Yeah, I think on our defense helped out a lot in the second half. We were coming up with a lot of steals. Yeah, uh, getting getting rebounds, and that was pushing us to to run, which our team likes to do. It just seems like we do when we're not. We don't have the opportunity to run, and it's not. It wasn't just this game, and I understand rust and all that, but it seems like in other games when the other team gets back and sets their defense and they press us in that man to man defense, Iowa just seems to have a hard time getting good looks, getting shots. We do a lot of dribbling around, one person dribbling it and nobody really moving. But I just didn't know if that was something that hopefully can improve over the years or uh Yeah. Yeah, certainly
1: that? was the case in the Iowa State game. I think they definitely over dribbled and I'm sure that was that was an emphasis and And you know to get transition baskets, you got to get stops, and you got to get rebounds. It's hard to run if you're getting the ball out of your net. Um, And uh, as the game went on, that got better, and they rebounded pretty well the whole entire game. So, Um, and they took advantage of Utah State being a little little slow getting back and and uh, getting their defense set. So, Um, but what you got to if you're a good team, you got to be able to score in a half court because you're going to be playing teams that will be better than them and getting back and and getting their transition set. Um, And so your, your ability to be able to score in transition, but then also to score in a half court, at least get good shots is going to be important, especially as you get back into league play. But um, For being off as long as they were. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. I
2: was going to say, it was just good to see Keegan back. uh, It looks like he's at full strength. I'm looking forward to the rest of the year and, Chris is coming up strong. I think our team is coming along strong, and uh, I'll be happy to play Illinois again at the end of the season and see how we do better that time. So, off that, let Absolutely. you guys go. Have a good night, guys. Appreciate the call. Appreciate
0: the uh, comments, too. And and I think the caller makes a valid point. And let just add to that, too, Gary, talking about os- offensive fluidity. doesn't help when, when Keegan Murray, A, doesn't play against Purdue, and B, doesn't seem to be 100% against Iowa State and Illinois. And yeah no this yeah, your is the
1: best players out it's 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 a it's a hole and he has been a big big part of their offense you know he's he's scoring a lot of points and doing a lot of things and and then he you know he attracts a lot of attention which can get other people even better looks. so he looked he looked different he looked looked in in a much better physical condition he looked active and quicker and more explosive and And I'm sure the week off uh, really helped in his regard.
0: And again, not to make excuses, but if you look at that, this is the, I mean, Iowa hasn't had a game where it's really struggled offensively with a healthy Keegan Murray. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Virginia, we talked about that pack line defense. They really played well against that defense. They played well against the Utah State defense. I know totally different levels there, but. Um, Iowa has not struggled offensively throughout an entire game while key. And they really didn't struggle offensively against Purdue or Illinois either. They right. struggled. They've only really had yeah. one game. where They struggled. You brought it up against Iowa state. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, you get a healthy Keegan. And again, I, we, I think it, we're going to look back at that game later in the season and say, where well, I'm already saying it. That's just a really good Iowa state defense. It's not something we're used to seeing. Even the good Iowa state teams have not played that, that physical, and that tough on the defensive
1: end. no I, I agree and they're they've they've proven it they're still still undefeated right I don't think anybody's knocked them off no. they're they're probably in finals too so they haven't played much but um they're off to a they're off to a great start and had Iowa at home and and uh so it's it's uh if you can learn by those by those games and what you did wrong and where you need to improve then you can then it can help you down the road and hopefully that's that's what's happened there
0: thought this was just interesting um three days after iowa loses to iowa state by 20 and they give up 73 to iowa state i don't know if you caught this and of course i'm aware of it because i love your names iowa state beat jackson state i don't know if you saw the score of that one gary but jackson state for just as a reference is two and seven on the season and iowa state beat them 47 to 37 sort of an odd (laughs) odd score there but regardless the defense shows up every night for the cyclones and you know, they held the, they held great
1: night or they might've lost. Uh, that's probably, you know, you beat Iowa in a big game. You got to turn around and play Jackson state. You, you, you're probably anticipating a letdown and
0: sounds like it might've happened. 47 points at home to Jackson state. So, um, anybody wants a reference or a, a, uh, proof of the, we were talking about minutes and who's starting Joe Tucson, eighteen minutes, twenty-eight seconds tonight. Aaron Euless, nineteen minutes, twenty-three. So it's going to play out that way, right? Mm-hmm. If they're both playing yeah. the same level, they deserve the same number of minutes.
1: Yeah, like we said, I don't think there's a whole lot of whole lot of difference between the two of them. I think you, you go with the hot hand, and and uh, it's nice you keep getting it. It's fresh and get after it, and brings you a little bit of a different dimension. And and they're they're um, it's all about winning. You know, and that, that's that's the bottom line. It's all about winning. And so the group looks like they've got great chemistry and they don't care who's in there and who's scoring. They just want to score more than the other team. And that's that bodes well for uh, for the future.
0: All right. You're not going to get fined for expressing your opinion like you did. When, you know you would have been in that position when you were coaching the fla- the uh, not the flagrant. We'll get to that. The technical foul early. I, I think it's probably too early. I was. It was a little surprising to me because Fran was asking for it. I mean, I watched. You could watch him on the sideline. He deserved it. He was going at it pretty good. But I'm just surprised at the timing of that. Were you surprised that he decided to? Because he decided it was a conscious thing. I think I, yeah. I'm going to get a technical foul here.
1: Yeah, or maybe just something he said just uh, didn't quite ring well with uh, what the official. That guy. He's got a bit of a. Uh, he's got he's got pretty good ears that, that that official he's he's been known to to uh bring some people up so um maybe it's the small guy syndrome you know they gotta they gotta show their show their tough or whatever the case may be but who knows um we got through it so
0: it was a bad call though right i mean it, it was a bad i thought
1: call. it was a bad call i thought he was moving yeah i did i, I thought it was a bad call
0: all right, let's get to our next caller. Thank you for calling from the Hawkeye of the Storm, Iowa Basketball Post Game who's on the line. Alex, uh, with Ke- with Keegan Murray getting his career high, what does this mean for Iowa going forward? As far as upside or upside. How good can, how good can this team be with a healthy Keegan, Gary?
1: Well, you know, you look at teams that are successful and they've got they've got players like that that uh you know, they can bail him out when they need a bucket. Um, and so he's he's important. There's, there's no question about it. And, he's, and his game is really, really improving, getting to another level. And, it, you know, just a lot of teams don't have players like that. So when you have one, that's pretty neat. And it looks like his brother's kind of following the same path. And and then there's complementary players around him that can do some things. So um, if he can keep keep doing what he's doing – Um, he's a handful and that's, uh, that's a huge advantage to have. Um, you know, you, talent is talent. You know, (laughs) the more talent you can acquire, the better. And he's a very talented, very talented kid playing with a lot of confidence. So, um, as a coach, when you got somebody like that going into a game, it it makes you feel a lot better.
0: And this team's only going to improve. I don't see this team peaking early. Um, it's young again, a lot of athletes that you brought up the development of guys like Chris, and you can go around the, the panel there and hopefully guys like Peyton Sanford will, will take steps forward because mm-hmm. he's got some physical traits. I mean, he's six, seven, six, eight, and his ability to shoot at that, at that size, I think can right. be effective as well. So I think a lot of upside. We'll just see where it takes us, Alex. All right. Thank you so much for the call. Appreciate we'll the time. Appreciate yeah. I think
1: the big thing will be, I, I don't think I always going to have a problem scoring in most, in most cases, you know, they may have some nights where they don't shoot a real while. That, the key to the season is going to be how much they can improve on the defensive end and rebounding. if they can continue to get better in in that regard, uh, then they got a chance to be a a real good basketball team.
0: Real Hayden here. He says me and Corey are the same person, such a pessimistic fan. Yeah. I try to, I try to (laughs) try to not be that.
1: It's Christmas season. My goodness. (laughs) These guys just went through a week of finals. You guys remember when you were taking finals?
0: (laughs) So, after finals everything should be positive you're done with finals and they're going to have some time oh, off
1: yeah, and you're tired you've been up late at night and things like cramming and stuff like that and then you got to go out so- all of a sudden play a game and you're a little out of shape and so that's why crazy things happen during finals week you got to be careful scheduling during finals week it's yeah uh, we played one year we played finals at wisconsin and we played uh, north dakota or north dakota state and we were just god-awful and got beat and um, you just got to be really careful. Uh, it's a, it's a tough time of the year um, for a lot of reasons. And so that, that makes this one all the more impressive. I I, I thought it would be a, a close game. I really did. And for them being bad, as they did. Uh, now maybe Utah state was going through finals too, and it hit them a little bit harder, but uh, it's a nice win. It's a really, really nice win.
0: I will say this about Utah State. I don't know how many uh, Utah State fans were watching the broadcast because their football team was playing in the bowl game on ABC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's was a good, so, good night for Utah State. Hopefully they won to give them a little – some positive.
0: I guess I could goes. check that for any Aggie fans on here. I, I want to give everybody an update on the uh, – you brought up the Baylor game. Let me give people an update on the Baylor Bears. So – they it looks like they're going to pull it out. They were trailing much of that game. It's seventy four sixty seven with just over a minute to play. Okay, um, in that one. But you're right. There have been some uh, really close games. Auburn and-
1: struggled tonight. They had a win at the buzzer. Um, uh, UConn got beat. I think Arkansas got beat. Um, we By mentioned that Providence Boston.
0: team that we keep bringing up. Providence UConn. is a good
1: team. Yeah. So that's not a terrible loss. But I think UConn was at home. Um, you're right. Arkansas got beat. Uh, there were some
0: other close games. Alabama was scared by Jacksonville. Yep. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah, yeah. So there's, uh, and then some team Florida, I think Florida got beat by a very average team by like 15. Um, so it's, it's, this time of year that happens. Uh, like I said, you either you see some of those or you see teams play those schools that got those long names to them that you don't even know where they're from and, they can get away get an easy win because they know it's going to be tough
0: for anybody that wanted an update on Utah State football they did beat Oregon State so the Aggies it wasn't all lost for Utah State tonight twenty four thirteen 13 in the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl are you a bowl game guy Gary you sit around watching bowl games
1: I like to watch the bowls I, I not as much this this time of the year when it gets down to the the big bowls i've gotten a chance to go to a few bowl games it was fun i went to an iowa bowl game when we were out in california the holiday bowl one year that was fun okay. um yeah I, li- I like it it's a it's a it's a great time of the year
0: circle Herc here basketball team doing their best impression of their football counterparts looks like defensive ball hawks out there setting the tone well that would be great i, I don't know that i go that far circle Herk, i think this team's got a ways to go still defensively but it was good to see adjustments at halftime. Again, even if it was just a matter of, you know, a clear, is that a situation, Gary, where a coach can just say, look, we're switching on every ball screen because you're going to possibly.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're going to try that. And yep. There's no, there's no doubt. Yeah. They, I I think the good news is they got better as the game went on. They just, uh, and that's not a bad offensive team. Uh, In fact, they've got some weapons. So um, I think they had 25 points in the first 10 minutes of the game. I think I was thinking, with said, my God, they're on a pace to score hundred points here. And what do they finish with? They finished with 75. So they had 50 in the last, you know, the last 30 minutes of the game. So that's, you know, that's pretty solid. So um, it, it got better as the game went on. And, and, you know, we, we, most people talk about offense being rusty coming out of a break defense is the same way. You know, it, it takes time to get your timing down and, and uh, working as a unit, and uh, I thought they got better as the game went on, which was a good good thing to see.
0: The real Hayden brings up uh, Joe Toussaint. Seems like he's running to spots without purpose, getting stuck or trapped near the paint. He did it a lot as a freshman; still does it too much for my liking. Patrick McCaffrey does it too. The difference with PMac, he makes some really unorthodox shots, and sometimes, yeah. oftentimes, I look at Patrick McCaffrey, Gary, and I say, "Why are you taking that shot?" Oh, it went in.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, as long as they go in, <laughs> that's that's the big thing. He does. Joe does get himself in a little bit of trouble over dribbling, uh, leaving his feet, things like that, that point guards got to learn how to do. Uh, and it, that's, you know, we, we're, as we talk about improving, that's what we're talking about. Taking it in the right spots, getting out of trouble, um, things like that, 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 uh, you know, smart point cards learn to do as they, uh, as they develop. So hopefully that'll be the case with him.
0: And hyper local brings up, he says, go back and watch Iowa. Iowa state Iowa played very bad. So many shots normally that they make too much energy and Hilton hope we see them again. Again, I I think a lot of that is you just got to give Iowa state credit Keegan Murray. It's clear. And, And I didn't, I'm not saying I didn't believe you, Gary, but when you said it doesn't look like he's healthy, um, tonight the way he played tonight and i know it's a diff totally different team that they faced off against tonight but that was proof to me that he, he there was no way he was 100% against illinois yeah United i don't
1: state. think so and it, it's enough to throw you off a little bit and and then he, and then iowa state did a good job on and they uh they're a good defensive team so i think it was a combination of of both um and uh but i, I do think he looked a little fresher a little quicker a little more active Uh, than he did at Iowa State for sure tonight.
0: All right. Um, Iowa, Southeastern Louisiana coming up on Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, So it's an opportunity for Iowa. We talked about this stretch. So you've got, of course, Utah State now out of the way. Um, They get Southeastern Louisiana, and then they get a pesky Western Illinois team. And I know you don't want to overlook either one of those games because I think we brought this up before. Western Illinois is nine and two. Um, they have, you know, they nearly knocked off DePaul. They beat Nebraska in Lincoln. So there mm-hmm. is some. I would think that would get. I know Nebraska is. I don't want to call them bottom feeders, but they're they're not. Um, they're not, you know, Purdue or Maryland or Purdue or and Illinois. But that's that's, that's got to get the players' attention, does it not?
1: Oh, you would think so. Um, Rob Jeter's the coach at Western. Illinois. I coached with him. He's a good coach. So they'll be well-coached. They'll be well-prepared. You know, it's another deal where you've had a break that'll be for Christmas. So, you know, you might have a little too much turkey. How much practice time do you get? It's, you know, it's, it's another game as a coach you just worry about. It's not, you just want to get through it and not get hurt, play better. And because the big 10 is right around the corner and that's when you want to be playing your best basketball. So um, I think their non-conference schedule is a good one. They had, you know, they got themselves some confidence early. Then they got a stretch where they found out what they needed to work on. They played played good competition, helped their strength of schedule. Got a couple games here to iron out some things. And then the Big Ten is looming not too far down the road. So hopefully they'll be healthy and playing pretty good basketball because the gauntlet starts and then it doesn't let up.
0: You must be a big turkey fan because I think you brought that up a couple times. Oh, I Gary. love turkey.
1: How can you not like turkey? Love it.
0: I had a turkey leg at the Iowa State Fair this year, and I thought, why did I just spend nine dollars on this? <laughs> I don't know if it's just different. I like
1: white meat. I'm more of a white white meat guy.
0: Okay. Well, I'm a no chicken. I, like, I like chicken. I stick with chicken, but uh okay. um final question before we go here. And by oh, by the way, I do want to add this. Will carry us. I know Iowa has played uh Western Illinois in past seasons. Will Carius is a Bettendorf kid. He's Western Illinois' lead scorer. So sort of a couple interesting storylines there as well. Um, Surprise team in the Big Ten. We've been able to – we've had over a month now to kind of see what these different teams um, are doing and and where they stand. And I'll I'll give my answer to this question, but I'd be interested to get your take on this. Surprise team so far in the Big Ten, Gary.
1: Well, there have been a few of them. Um, I'd say if I had to pick one, I think it might be Minnesota. That's uh, exactly because yeah. they lost a lot of players. They beat Michigan and Michigan. That 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 was a real eye opener. Um, they're playing really good basketball, and um, so I would say if I had to pick one, and there there are some there's some good candidates. Iowa being one of them. Wisconsin got a huge win over Houston, uh, although they barely beat um, uh, Alcorn State where they played the other night. But if I had to pick one, I think it'd be Minnesota with with all they lost and a new coach uh to win at Michigan. I know Michigan's not oh. playing great right now, but that's still there won't be a lot of teams that will go into Michigan and win and they've already done it.
0: I'll add to that in a second. Let's go ahead and take our call. Thank you for calling from the Hawkeye of the storm who's on the line.
2: Yeah, that's Circle Herc.
0: Circle Herc, how are you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing great. How you doing, man?
0: We're doing all right. We're happy yeah. about the win tonight.
2: Well that's what I, I need to ask you both you guys here since you're such a big fan of Turkey. <laughs> Turkey or ham? What do you guys say? Oh, turkey.
1: Turkey? Yeah, I know that's probably bad to say in Iowa, but... uh, Not a honey ham? Well, you you know, you can't be on the fence. You got to pick one or the other. If I had to pick one, (laughs) I'm going to go with turkey, but it's close.
0: I told you that. that, Corey's going to go go.
1: with chicken. He's not even going to even mention.
0: I will say this. the, The turkey experience at the fair really turned me off for turkey i i just not now i i've had i had a turkey dinner the other day that was uh i don't even know where we got it but i think a friend brought it, it over it but, is
1: in green bean casserole you know, no that was good
0: oh my goodness But not on the leg <laughs> and they always talk about how great yeah, the state I fair totally turkey legs are i didn't even finish it i threw it in the trash oh i don't know saw it was ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> are you a turkey fan circle arc
2: no he's him you know what Oh, he's a hammer. Put it in front of me, baby. I'm going to eat it. I'll tell you that right now. Well,
0: I'm going to eat it, but uh, no,
2: the the the, the the turkey little green bean casserole, little potatoes. What are you talking about? Corn casserole? Come on now,
1: Corey. You know the difference between stuffing and dressing? Oh, Uh,
0: do I know the difference? Was that that what you asked me? Yeah. Well, I don't even know what dressing is then, because I'm I'm picturing two totally different things. I like stuffing. What's dressing? Well, I'm picturing st- I don't even know what stuffing is made of, but I'm picturing stuffing. I eat it with a spoon, uh-huh. but I don't know what dressing. I'm picturing like a liquid. What's what's dressing?
1: Stuffing is stuffing and dressing are the same thing. Just stuffing was stuffed in the turkey to cook rather than than being cooked outside of the turkey.
0: Oh, so technically, what I ate was probably dressing. Yeah, if it wasn't in the turkey, cooking it wasn't in the well, turkey.
1: Then it was dressing, not stuffing. Oh. He Glad that,
0: uh, see, this is why we, This is why I love having Gary on here, because he, he <laughs> provides insight <laughs> to end. So,
1: I might be wrong, but that's, that's what I heard. Okay. So I'm sticking to it.
0: <laughs> the whole discussion about what, like bowl season, we're talking about what we eat during bowl season. You, I, What did our caller, is our caller still on the line? Are you still on the call? Uh, yeah, you're still on the line, sir. So. You're I'm still there. there, aren't you? I think he dropped off. Um, no,
2: no, no! You bet. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, you're Sorry.
0: there. You're just you're just waiting patiently. But my special meal to eat during any event would be a plate full of super nachos. Okay. Just a huge plate of super nachos, and it can have whatever meat. If you want to put chicken on it, you want to put beef on it, pork. Turkey I don't care what it is. What's that? Turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey <laughs> leg in the middle of a plate of, of a plate of chips. <laughs> But my point is my point is um I'm not a picky eater, but I I I'm not a big turkey leg guy. It just nope. it just turned me off, Circle Herc.
2: Does he hey, have a I get it. you us? know what, guys? Thanks for playing along. Thanks for taking my call, coach. All
1: right. You bet.
0: Those are the types of questions, Gary. That's that's why we're that's why you're here.
1: I know it. I know it. That's that all that experience has helped me with that question.
0: The hardcore tough questions to answer. So there you go. Um all right. Let me see if I, uh, yeah, the real Hayden sums it up here. Gary knows everything. There you go. So, uh, I like yeah, Hayden. And that, <laughs> the back to my original question about the surprise team, I was going to say the same thing you did, Gary, Minnesota, they beat Michigan on the road and did so by double figures. Yeah. And it's a Minnesota team who has not been real impressive at any other point in the season. You know, they, they beat Kansas City by 15. They squeaked by Western Kentucky by four. They beat Princeton in double OT. You know, they beat Jacksonville, but only score 55 and win by 11, beat Pittsburgh by one. But here's the common theme there, Gary. They're winning all those games. They're winning. Yeah. They it's wouldn't just fascinating. They
1: wouldn't have done that in the past. They'd have three or four losses. They'd just figure out a way to lose. No.
0: You're right. And then they beat one, I forgot, Mississippi State. They went on the road win that by five, and only lost to Michigan State, good Michigan State team by eight. That's a good Minnesota team, and I'm surprised, and I, his name is escaping me, the new Minnesota head coach. Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, he is, I'm impressed by what he's done there. It's incredible.
1: The big thing for him will be whether he can keep all that talent in state. They've they've traditionally not done a great job of that. I mean, we see Minnesota players all over the country. Uh, That's a really good high school area for basketball. Wisconsin is made a living up there. Uh, so his ability to keep the best players or, or get his share of them to stay at home will be huge. And if he can do that, then he can turn that thing around in a hurry. Cause there's some players up there.
0: Absolutely. And again, they've done it with transfers. They've, they, that was a depleted roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, credit to ben johnson what he's been able to do and and i'll just say this it kind of makes me nervous because minnesota was one of those games on the schedule that you look at and say that's one of the more winnable games in the big 10 yeah and now you're looking at who's 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 who would you favor I, I mean, i'm not saying iowa can't beat anybody but i'm just saying there are not going to be any nights off i thought there might be a couple of those this year especially with turgeon stepping down but you know maryland bounced back with a nice win the other night
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, who did they beat florida they went yep. out and beat Florida the other night, which is impressive. Yep. Uh, Northwestern, on the other hand, they beat Maryland. Northwestern is uh, one of the big 10. Uh, Penn State Nebraska like, and Nebraska seem like they're kind of perennial bottom feeders. Yeah, I think it.
1: those are the two that will that that'll fight it out for that, but you never know. I think the other thing will be like a team like Minnesota or a team like Northwestern. You You, you lose two or three games in a row. Can you find a way to not make it five or six? Because the league can do that to you. Uh, that's why that win at Michigan was impressive. I, I mean, that, that's, that's a big win after losing at home. Uh, so, um, uh, but that you, you get into the league and you can, you can, you can get into a losing streak in a hurry, uh, especially for a team like Minnesota is trying to find their way. And, uh, so I think that'll be the key. When they get a couple L's. Can they, can they get it? Can they turn it around or will it turn into a, four or five or six game losing streak and then it gets then it get you it get discouraging
0: right now if you had to, if you had to ask me the top three teams in the big ten right now we'll see if you agree with my my top three purdue looked again really good day against Butler you know they went through that little stretch where they kind of struggled for a couple of games but boy they just decimated they could
1: Butler. have lost two in a row they they were they were lucky to escape who'd they escape with in New York uh, after losing they to Rutgers could have lost three in a row was that yeah? Um, so, but they but they found a way. That's a sign of a good team.
0: Absolutely. um My top three teams right now: Purdue. I probably go Ohio State, and then Illinois. Ohio State looked really good against your Wisconsin Badgers. Yes, they did.
1: Um, and they about did, a week uh, beat Duke.
0: Um, they beat Duke. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think those two for sure, and. Probably Illinois. I think those. That's pro- Michigan State would be right, right yeah. there on the periphery. They're they're playing pretty good as well. So, going to be Michigan, a hell
0: of a race. Yeah, Michigan State's right there. I think Michigan. I, I, if I had to, get...
1: oh, you're freezing. <laughs>
0: did you no, in my back now? You're back. Okay. I think it's the I turkey. Just...
1: I think it's that turkey leg did getting back at you.
0: <laughs> I know what to get. I know. I know. I was gonna get you something for helping us out with the show, Gary. I'm gonna get you a turkey, Uh-oh. whole turkey basted. Prepared. I got to
1: tell you a story friend. Hawkeye fans will like this. And, and Hayden remind me of Hayden Fry. Um, okay. I used to go on iClubs clubs with Hayden Fry, and he loved um, salt roasted peanuts, okay. planters and the plant. Oh, he loved those things. But he always said you got to eat them one at a time. And he would. He would just take out one at a time, and he absolutely loved those babies. They had to be on the plane before we took off to go to an iClub. club.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, what's the? Uh, do you know what? Do you know what the Ference thing is? I mean, I know you didn't coach with. Well, yeah, no, I
1: never got to go to an club with Kirk, so I don't know. I um, it was usually the assistant coaches would go with the head coach, so the basketball assistant would go with the head football coach, and the football assistant would go with the head basketball coach. So,
0: okay, um, tell tell us the oddest or quirkiest thing you know about Bo Ryan before we go. Quirkiest
1: thing about Bo Ryan. spot
0: put his socks on inside out or
1: no he was he was a very routine kind of guy that's for sure no Um, nonsense i think it's probably it's not really quirky but you know you talk about preparation and walkthroughs he never came to a walkthrough at home so the day of the game we had shooting practice we we never it was just um i don't want to say it was optional but the assistant coach would be there to just work people out, and it would, the, the players were kind of on their own. So there was no walkthrough. There was no scheduled practice, which I'm guessing there's no Division One team in the country that does that. Um, and that was just kind of his – he just didn't – he didn't believe in walkthroughs, and that was his, his routine game day of not coming in for that. So, And the way we played at home was probably a good call, uh, so – Quirky. I'll have to come up with something quirky for down the road. Okay.
0: Are you concerned about Wisconsin now? With uh, you know Wisconsin or the Ohio State game, the narrative. I have watched a little bit of that game and the narrative from Robbie Hummel. And by the way, let me just say this: I I respect Robbie Hummel. I get tired of him listening to him on the t- television. To me, that's just me. <laughs> I get tired of hearing him. Just say that. But he is. A, he knows what he's talking about. Well, he was a good player. Yeah, and he was an excellent <laughs> player and just derailed by injuries, but the offensive struggles you take away johnny davis and wisconsin struggles to score the 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 basketball
1: yeah they do the question is can you take him away when he's on the court the only way they've taken him away so far is when he hasn't been on the court (laughs) because he's either been sick or hurt so uh when he's been on the court they haven't lost uh so but um it, and 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 davis has, has, has provided some points but they you know everybody's got some things they got to work on and they need to find they de- definitely need to find some some other scoring because if those guys have off nights then uh, then they're going to struggle but the, you know they play good enough defense and they take care of the ball that uh they're usually in games that's why that win by high state was impressive because they kind of ran away with that uh the last 10 15 minutes or so so um hat's off to them
0: Okay, so Southeast Louisiana, Iowa, uh, their next opponent. Is they that the Raging Cajuns? No, no. That's Louisiana Lafayette.
1: Uh, oh, playing playing. Southwest, what, what, what are these guys?
0: Uh, you don't know. I have no idea.
1: Oh, that's
0: idea. Uh, Southeast, I'm sure somebody will throw it up in the chat here. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't oh. know. Their logo is just a picture of, or a an outline of louisiana with
1: they with, might like uh, turkey legs down there
0: if you're from louisiana you're more of a yeah gumbo. You you're from what you're what
1: gumbo and creole food stuff like that
0: well C- cajun food right cajun
1: food. Yeah. yeah yeah that's good stuff
0: southeast Louis- louisiana plays iowa state here in ames tomorrow so we'll get a look at them early oh there you go See what there they do goes. against the Cyclones. They just lost to Louisville by what twenty six points, and uh, the only other oh, well, I haven't played another Power Five team. Common mm-hmm. opponent. They lost to Western Michigan by uh, four in overtime, which I think Iowa beat uh, Western Michigan by like forty. And Ryan's got the answer here for you: the Lions. The Lions. They're the Lions. So Thank you, Ryan, there any are anything like the Detroit Lions? We're in good we're, shape. We're, right?
1: Yeah, we're we're fine. Dang. There may not be all, right. all the way it's going. Gee, many Christmas. <laughs> I can't watch my Eagles tomorrow. They got suspended till Tuesday. I don't know what I'm going to do.
0: You're an Eagles fan.
1: Yeah, I grew up just outside of Philly.
0: Okay, we're so you're you're kind of you and Fran have some things in common. Now. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, we're 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 diehards.
0: All right, so uh, we've next time you come down to Iowa, you need to show me where to get a good Philly. Because I love Phillies, but I've always been told that I don't really know what a good Philly is. Because I go to steak, you mean? Jack's. What?
1: Uh, cheesesteak, me? Oh, cheese yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. In in Iowa,
0: there probably isn't a real place in Iowa,
1: unless they got a Jersey Mike's.
0: Oh no, we have a Jersey Mike's. We love Jersey Mike's.
1: I, I go to Jersey Mike's and order the cheesesteak, and that's about as close as you're going to get.
0: But it's really, not, it's not, it's not the same.
1: No, it's not the same, but it's as close as you can get. So Circle,
0: if I recall, mm-hmm. Circle Herc is from right around here in Ames, or at least in this area. He might know who uh, the place I'm talking about. There's a guy that has a it's a food truck slash food stand. He's been in Ames forever, but it's oh, called the Cheesesteak Factory. Oh, well, that and it's might be pretty great. darn good. Yeah. See, I don't know how to rate it because I've never had a true Philly from Philadelphia. Well, you should
1: bring one in for the show and show me. I, I can take a okay. look at it. A lot of it's it got to do with a roll. It's got to be a really good roll. Okay, uh, you, if you have a bet, you know, a skinny roll or not a very big roll or a hard roll, then that that's the roll is a, the rolls
0: key. That's so what you, you like, the, like like do you like the, Pepper Jacks? Pepper Jacks? Have you been to Pepper Jack Steakhouse? No, before? no, I haven't. Really? No. Yeah, no. They're they're all That's what they do. That's their that's their shtick is Phillies. Is so that, is
1: that in Iowa? Is that just in Iowa? I've never heard of it.
0: No, I think that's a nationwide chain.
1: Pepper Jacks.
0: I mean I do
1: they don't have any in Wisconsin, I don't think. Really? But maybe they don't want them. We
0: gotta uh we gotta figure this out before we go. Because yeah, we have one in here in Ames and they're really besides the We the, have one
1: in Iowa City?
0: I would have to think. I would have to think. Um I, I don't know if I'm gonna tell you here in a second. All right, I'm on their website. Um. So you're in Wisconsin. Let me just see if there's any in Wisconsin. I'm curious. Yeah, no, no nearby stores. I'll check Iowa City. So yeah, I, I, I don't think they're just an Iowa chain. Yeah, there's one in Cedar Rapids. There is not one in Iowa City. There's one Maybe in Cedar Rapids.
1: Maybe you should start one.
0: They're not that good.
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> they're see, good now the truth, the, now the truth comes out
0: you know when you don't have many options like i said i'm a big philly guy but um try it's kind of like Mikes.
1: try jersey mics it's not bad
0: oh no i've i've had it I, in fact that was the first what, that do you was, get jersey Mikes. Of, what do you get philly i get the philly see what i just when i had my surgery the night we had my surgery some friends of ours brought us uh, jersey mics and i i had him get me a they have a bunch of different Philly sandwiches, you know, little variations, one with Chipotle ranch and this, and I don't remember which one I had, but I don't, I'm not a big, che- I want it to be steak. I don't yeah, want it to be the chicken. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, 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 no. It's cheesesteak. Yeah.
0: So that's yeah. how I am, yeah. but I got something special in and I can't remember if it was Chipotle ranch or something different in my sandwich, but mm. it was good. It's I've never had a bad sandwich from, from jersey mics my wife is actually the one i i had never had a jersey Mike's before there's one in des moines we just got ours here in ames a year ago so it's mm-hmm. sort of a new thing but it's it no it's, it's it's yeah. excellent
1: it's not bad um their italian is you know you you know true italian hoagie their their italian is pretty close you know got the oil and the oregano all that the spices and stuff it's pretty close not bad
0: and i'm trying to figure out here I'll 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 get back to you on this. I'm trying to find the the nearest Pepper Jack's to you. But probably uh, there's Ames. not <laughs> probably Ames. Well, Cedar Rapids. You go th- do you drive when you come down, which way do you you come through Cedar Rapids, don't you? No. No, I go, you go the, the other way.
1: way. I go down one.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All the way down. Does that go into I don't even know There's a
1: Jersey Mike's on um right there? Where is it? Somewhere on our route. I can't remember. Oh, I tell you where it is. No, my wife lives in Marshtown. So when we go there, we do go through Cedar Rapids. There is a Jersey Mike's in uh, Marion, the home of the Bohannets. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well. Like I say, you need to go to Pepper Jacks when you're going through Cedar Rapids because Okay. Yeah, I don't see I'm looking around and I don't see anything. There's nothing in in Wisconsin. So um I'll have to find it. it. it's 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 good. It's not it's it's not Jersey Mike's good, but it is decent. They have good good fries. If you like good waffle fries, they've got excellent waffle fries. Um, but anyways, it's what they're right. supposed to specialize in, in Philly cheesesteak, cheesesteak? sandwiches. So,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: I'm sure it's all about the
1: roll. It's all about the roll.
0: It's all about the roll. All right. Um, Eric says there's Pepper Jackson, Sioux Falls. Um And he says that he loves the Philly at Jersey Mike's. Well, we're all on the same page, and I'm sure, especially the people who uh, I want to remind everybody: if you haven't listened, or you're listening now, you didn't maybe miss the beginning of the show or whatever. uh, This podcast is is available on demand on from the Hawkeye of the Storm. um, On what could people be doing other than
1: listening and watching us right now? Well, especially (laughs)
0: 1125 at night. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I thought kinds fans were true all guys fans. I can't believe the phone's not ringing off the hook.
0: <laughs> yeah, we haven't gotten a call for like the last twenty five minutes. Well, I wonder when I'm
1: gonna have to have my wife and kids call.
0: <laughs> we still got forty one. We still got forty three people on here, Gary. So apparently, yeah. apparently, right. people. are We were down in the we were down in the thirties there for a while, and our numbers have gone back up as we started talking about Philly. Yeah, as soon
1: uh, as we get a game yeah. where it's a logical time, it's going to go through the roof.
0: So next time we're on, we'll talk about pizza and and perhaps that will help. So, okay. um, all right. Tuesday wow. night, Iowa, Southeastern Louisiana, um, uh, the battle of the Hawks the versus the lions at 7 PM central time, BTN plus one of the, I think the five, maybe there's two games. I think that one in the Western Illinois game might be BTN plus games. I don't know. I know this one's BTN plus and an opportunity for Iowa to get another win. Um, just get ready for uh, get ready for Big Ten play because it's going to come yep. fast and yep. hard and yep. Got to win some Big We're Ten good. games because you're behind the eight ball at zero and two already, Gary.
1: Yep, they're going to have to they're going to have to get some wins in the Big Ten to prove that resume and be able to play the end of, in the middle of March. That's that's the goal. So compete for a championship and play in March. So you got to got to
0: get some wins. Anything else to add on uh, the Hawks uh, sandwiches? Turkey legs.
1: I, I think it was a good win for the Hawks. That, you know, that's tough loss at Iowa State. They bounced back. That's a sign of a good a good team. Uh, because that was not a bad team that they made look pretty bad. So I'll be curious to see how Utah State finishes the year. I'll, I'll bet you don't be don't be shocked if they have a pretty good record and they might be back in the NCAA tournament. So you might look back on this one and go, it was even better than we even think it is. So uh, a nice. A nice win, especially coming off of finals week.
0: All right, folks. From the Hawkeye of the Storm, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. And as you see on the bottom line there, catch the podcast version of this show as well as our weekly podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Google Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast. Gary, it's been a pleasure as always. And uh, it's hap- we're happy to be able to t- finally talk about a win. It's been a while.
1: There you go. Yep. No doubt.
0: All right. For Coach Gary Close, I'm Corey Brata from the Hawkeye of the Storm. We'll talk to you soon.